Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Hi, this is Bill Ratner. I'm the voice of Flint on G.I. Joe, and this is Knowing is Half the Podcast, which is actually an appropriation of the original saying, Knowing is Half the Battle, which was used in a number of public service announcements that have now been burlesqued on YouTube by a number of individuals, and I don't think there's a copyright issue at all. Have a good day. He never gives up, he'll stay till the fight's won, G.I. Joe will dare, G.I. Joe. everybody and welcome back to your favorite gi joe cartoon show if you're a purist this is the first one you're listening to in hindsight i would i am a purist so i would be that person that's listening to this one and being very confused this is perfect though because now we're we've got the groove we're in the rhythm we know what's what yeah, gonna yeah. This... you're going to listen to these first five, and then the quality is going to get significantly worse yeah. for a while. And then you're going to hit Pyramid of Darkness and want to kill yourself <laughs> in hindsight. Also, though, we may be a little bit too brutal on these oh, yeah. first because Maybe. we've seen them oh. all. No, I was way, I think I was you go way back, on board. I was way more brutal in the early days of this podcast. Like, I was like, I hate everything. I don't know anyone. And then at, uh, as time went on, I was like, all right. You get what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say right now, like, I re- just full disclosure. Oh, by the way, uh, I uh, this is Knowing is Half the Podcast, <laughs> and I am Ray Stacanus. I'm Robert Chan. I'm Gina Blito. And uh, I will say in, in with uh, total openness here. None of you stopped me to uh, to correct me that I'm, in fact, Robert Chan, Clark Chan. Well, can we say real oh. quick before I get to my point where you came from and why we're being extra nice to you right now? Also, spoiler Fair alert, enough. I will never correct anyone on their married last name. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Chan, can you take like 90 seconds and explain to the people where you literally just came from before we recorded to? this? I'm not sure if he's allowed to. Uh, yeah, no, I, I didn't It was sign a press an event for people. I assume they want people well, some, to know. Some of ours are. I oh, this one, one isn't. Okay. Uh, I, I Ray. Didn't know that. I was on the set of Fear Factor. Um, Back in 1997. <laughs> uh, it's a new version. Actually, it's, it's kind of interesting. They're doing a. Uh, it's a new version. They just sit you in a chair and say Trump is president. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> And then Joe Zing. Rogan comes out and does drugs with you. Oh no, uh, it's ludicrous, and then beats you up. And um, they kind of they kind of drained a lot of the machismo out of it, and oh, now good. it's more of like a it's more a fun thing. Uh-huh. Uh, like here's some you know fun things, and also some kind of foolish. But the idea is you, know, you kind of want to laugh, not necessarily be like, oh my god, that's terrifying. Uh, so it's kind of neat. But this was one of the food episodes. Ugh, those, so, uh, I can't handle those ones. And you, this isn't something to be aired on television. It's just uh, well, no, they. 
we saw them do the the ones going to make on TV. Okay, and then we ate the same things. Oh, that they did. okay. Every time uh. I used because I used to be I used to watch Fear Factor. I found it entertaining. And I would always be like, okay, I could do that. I could do that. I could do that. But then when it came time to ingest anything, which our regular listeners will know, I am a human garbage disposal. That of is all correct. Foods. Yeah. Like I love all foods, but I can't do super, super gross, like rotted foods or like drink a glass of blood or anything like I that. Mean, there are only a couple of those. I'll, I'll give you a quick rundown of everything that was on there. Yeah. Um, there was lard. And it was a lot of lard. I couldn't do uh, that's, that's rough. One of those. There's shiokara, which is fermented squid uh, intestines. No, nope. which I don't I'm think pretty so. sure no. may have been the worst one, and actually the only one that never got eaten the entire day. Mm-hmm. Uh, which oh, so is it's the mystery one. Nobody really knows if it's the. I mean, it could have been delicious. I, yeah. I was close enough to tell you that it was not. Uh, there's the hundred year old egg, which is. No, uh, nope. I've heard, I've seen those before. I've seen those it's, in like chopped. They look a, terrible. Yeah. It's preserved egg. It's it's salty and it's. There's like a little bit of a sulfur taste, but and you're eating you can, history. You can see, uh, yeah, <laughs> you can see why people would eat it because all of most of these things are things that people eat elsewhere as right. a normal thing, right. not a big deal. Uh, there was a cheese, like a really, really stinky cheese. Um, so yeah, whatever. Um, see, that I could probably do. There was a cupcake that was just sort of like the fun one. I couldn't do that. Nope. It was a normal ass cupcake. Nope. I'm out. There were a couple people. There was a little girl, a little girl, a, a woman. Who was very small, and she just had the hardest time getting down a plain old cupcake. Oh, like man. she was guzzling was she everything else, there? and then it was just like cupcake. Uh, there was a straight up habanero. Um, oh, I couldn't do that. Uh, nope. Natto, which was the hardest one all day long. Uh, it's a fermented soybean, but it it's it's just like people were pulling it. There were no spoons. You had to use your hands. Ugh. They were pulling it out of uh, the little ramekins and full arm span. It was still connected, Ew. like snot, mucus kind of. And what is um, it? It's a it's fermented, fermented soybean. Yeah. Why is it doing um, that? It, I mean, basically what it, what it looked don't do like that, is like <laughs> people were putting it in their mouths and they were chewing it. And like the thing is like the slime doesn't go away. Mm. It just stays. Oh, so it's just trying to choke that down. And it tastes kind of ferment, tastes kind of a little bit awful, but like the texture is just like, uh. you can't get it and it just stays. Mm. Uh, the two that I had to eat myself. Yes. Uh, the first one is a Norwegian thing that apparently is illegal in the U S like you can't, you can't, just ship it into the US. They had to get it like through eBay or some crazy thing that was Breaking like, you know. Why? Is it is it endangered shark? Uh, n- I mean, no, it's a herring. It's herring. It's just endangered like, herring. The the um, it's it's a fermented herring. So basically, it's just like rotten fish. Yeah. So like, there are probably like health laws. You're like, no, yeah. don't put. You're not supposed to put that in the, your face. The FDA but, is is very against it. <laughs> uh, I believe it's called uh, Sir um, but, uh, and I'll tell you what, it's been hours now and I still am burping up rotten fish intestines. Yeah. yeah. Fi- fish is Just, the worst. Uh, I don't know if y'all have ever taken omega three pills. No. no. Like oh, supplements. It, like burps up bad. Yeah. You like burp up like fish taste. Oh yeah. Doesn't seem worth it. Uh, I mean, it helps your brain, right? What was the other thing that you ended up having to eat? Uh, shrimp paste. Shrimp paste. Okay. Which, which uh, on its own, you like you use it. Uh, like mm. I, I think I have some in my uh, a cupboard. Like I will use it to. Well, uh, guys, to cook we with. got two ramekins ready for me and Gina. Uh, but it was like two it was, pounds of shrimp paste. It was somewhere between a third and a half of a cup. Yeah. It's so salty. It's so salty. Yeah, and, see, just... I if you're bringing me like weird Asian chips, I'm going to eat them. Weird candies, I'm going to eat them, but but fish or anything like that, anything that like has the has the that when people describe it use the word rotten something yeah. like that We're I can't do. Yeah. 
do. Yeah. I can't do. Well, guys, let's leap into the episode here. Chan, thank you very much. Uh, Glad to mm-hmm. help. Yeah, that was... Mm. Uh, this is the first episode of G.I. Joe in its modern sense. Re- G.I. Joe, real American hero, uh, the mass device. And as I was saying before, uh, uh, we got on the, I, I took us on a sidetrack. Uh, I hated this miniseries when I was a kid and growing up. I always knew it as like the worst part of G.I. Joe. Wow. And I really thought it was just, it was too focused in on what Duke was doing and what Scarlet was doing when I thought they were, because the idea of G.I. Joe, it's, it's a team of interesting characters. Yeah. I didn't like that they were only trying to sell me on two characters huh. and have like everything revolve around those two characters. Interesting. Uh, watching it again now with like extra knowledge and being older and whatnot, I loved it. I flat I out love this episode. I did not like it. Oh. Uh, uh, it, it felt like when you go back and watch the pilot episode of a show that you like, like if you go back and watch the Seinfeld pilot, you're like, oh, this is so not representative of what the show is. Right. But the one thing that I did like was that I was like, oh, okay, we get more personality out of Duke and Scarlet. So yes. that was like the specific thing that I did like because, you know, especially in, in season one, we were always making fun of them for not having a personality. We preferred Flint and Lady J. But in this one, I was like, oh, they're sassing each other. We're getting a little, a little, you know, like they're more flirty. personal information. So I liked it. I feel like they, they had, they, they, they drained them of that after these, this mini series a little bit. Yeah. And I just, it's weird because we're just, because if we've gone through all since Pyramid of Darkness on up to this point, we, we haven't done a lot of Generation 1 G.I. Joe kind of exploration, if you will. Yeah. I mean, literally my first note is, all right, Duke and Scarlet, more interesting in this episode. Like, immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, immediately. Well, I mean, we, I love seeing, like, can I say right now, I just wrote down, the opening credits, uh-huh. totally different than None what we y'all ask me what I thought about this goddamn oh, episode. Chan, I, uh, no one cares. Yeah, come on. <laughs> You're burping up fish guts over there. You're here to hate and burp fish guts, Chan. I will burp at you and you will regret it. Chan, what did you think of this episode? Um, <laughs> the what the, the one thing that stuck out to me was the animation was surprisingly good. It was excellent. Um, and like I, I yeah, I, I get you know why the quality degraded as it goes on. Like you're just like you know doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it. And this they probably had plenty of time doing it, doing it, um, doing it. Mm. But this is also like they're this is the, the this is where they're trying to sink the hooks into everybody. So right. they put more money behind it. So like the everyone is flipping around and doing parkour all the time uh, in this episode, okay. and okay. it's fully animated like well. Okay. Uh, I feel like I feel like there's that burp again. Uh, oh boy, so sorry. I feel like after this miniseries, GI Joe as an organization got the their budget cut because okay. in this episode mm-hmm. they have so many cool weird toys that I'm like what mm. where did that come from how is that doing that and then later on I feel like the government was like no we had to pass a new spending bill and we like <laughs> cut G.I. Joe's budget you guys are getting too much stuff blown up so if we give you less yeah. stuff you'll have less stuff to blow up exactly <laughs> um, just the opening theme song though can I just say immediately I was like how much I loved seeing stalker highlighted all over it because <laughs> sure. you didn't see a lot of people in of color in the uh, uh, in the animation world, especially. Is Stalker, that guy that we never see again. Uh, he's he he has a role in the first and second uh, miniseries, I believe, and then he sort of takes a back seat from that point forward. I had never seen him before. Here's the thing: if you brought Stalker to 2017, introduce a character like, "Hey, everybody, here's a new uh, here's a new military guy. Uh, he, he's he's a black dude, and his name is Stalker." <laughs> and that's going to be a great, you, you know, he's just, uh, he sneaks around at night, you know, sneaks you, up on you people. Could change it to, you change it to Lurker. It might have a little bit of a softer, mm. softer blow. No, like people... watching you from the bushes yeah, is his exactly, code name. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> 
Well, just call him just call him Richard Ramirez. I think that would be a better name if we're just going for it. Uh, here's a question. G.I. Joe against Cobra and Destro. When did yeah. Destro get demoted? Yeah, he did. That was I. Oh, yeah. I had forgotten. I remember that as being a, a, a an alternate lyric to the song. <laughs> wow. And then when he said it here, I'm like, that's where it was. It's because I think Destro was supposed to be on par with Cobra, and they were supposed yeah. to be like two different kind of organizations coming together. I like the demotion. I mean, here's the thing. I like it not... I like Destro, and I wanted him to, to stay higher up, but from a, as a kid, this is confusing standpoint, Yes, you only need, like, you need to know, like, one thing that they're fighting. Once you throw in a second thing, you're like, wait, and now these guys are arguing. I don't know whose side I'm on. Well, I will say that it is fun. Yeah, I, I think... That demoting him does make the show better Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. then you have Destro who's kind of doing his own thing and you get the sense of like he could just peace out any old time and still be fine. And he does Mm -hmm. frequently. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And you have uh, extensive enterprises. You got Tomax and Zaymont that come in and do the same thing. It's like, yeah, we'll work with you for a while if you piss us off. If you're a dummy like Cobra Commander frequently is, like, bye, we're gone. You understand Mm -hmm. we're rich, right? Like, really don't have to do this. Baroness (laughs) is the same way, you know, like. Uh, she contributes a whole heck of a lot to Cobra, uh, more so than Cobra com- uh, gives to her. So, like, she's yeah. she bounces whenever she wants. Yeah, like I, I feel like it's like uh, uh, when you have this lyric is like when you have a friend that you've known for a while and they start dating someone, you're like, ah, this isn't gonna last that long. We're, let's invite them to our wedding, but just put friend plus guest. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what it is. Like like Co- uh, GI Joe against Cobra and Destro. Then they're like, oh. But then there's also T- Tomax and Zaymot. Yeah, Cobra Commander goes through a lot of significant others. Let's just put... It's G.I. Joe against Cobra and plus one. <laughs> to save the day. Don't let them near the canapes. <laughs> they better sure as hell bring double gifts. <laughs> I just can't wait to meet the rebound at the wedding. That's all. It's <laughs> just such an exciting thing. Uh, so, guys, this is an important question. This is something I had forgotten was a thing. Snake uh, eyes, no gloves. Uh, what? Snake oh. Eyes has oh. no gloves. What are you talking about? I was about to say Snake Eyes with them weird ass goggles. And, okay, Snake Eyes is a visor. totally different character. I'm see, we were on the same page. Yeah, but I like, didn't notice. He's got a <laughs> he's got a weird ski mask with goggles looking outfit with no gloves, mm. and it's just the real Snake Eyes kind of ninja warrior all black outfit yeah. is like a million times better than like character design cool character design you need to look better this is lazy steampunk ninja is what it is it really is i bet at some point he was like leaving his fingerprints all over the place and people were like you know what stop can you stop they all they know exactly who you are now they have your (laughs) fingerprints at least wear gloves if you're going to be a weird ninja person this is like poor kid cosplay of snake eyes no poor kid cosplay (laughs) would be like getting like a purple marker and then purple purple markering his hands (laughs) maybe that's what he does in the rest of the series oh my god i hope maybe not. it's not gloves maybe this whole time we thought it was gloves but it's purple sharpie to be fair there's a lot of times that characters are wearing gloves and they clearly have fingernails uh <laughs> now that i think about it this holds up you guys i would swear that this scene where uh a a uh, sky striker buzzes the people that are on the uh um Landing field, and then it lands, and it turns out to be Scarlet. I would swear that they reuse that uh, scene in that another gag? episode. I later don't remember on. them ever using Thank that you, gag. I think again. you're thinking of the movie Hot Shots. Oh, excellent! I hated Hot Shots. <laughs> what about Hot Shots Part Two? I saw Hot Shots one once, and I st- that was basically the end of my the the. I love Air- Hot Shots. The, yeah, me too. About? The Zucker's and Abrahams created 
essentially a genre. Yeah. A genre of comedy from Airplane down through Naked Gun. Naked Gun's uh, the best. The hot, uh, uh, there was Top Secret. Top Secret is my favorite. That's hot the ninja Shots of that crew. was the first that was just a significant drop in quality. Really? And no movie in that genre ever got better. Oh, disagree. I don't this agree is, with that at all. This is the genre that eventually became scary movie. You are not wrong I about that. I still like that. scary movie. movie. I like the first scary movie. All I like those, scary movie. You people don't understand comedy. Oh, you hate, but we can all agree hate that, like, the Wayanses, don't you? That like epic movie was like great, right? We can yeah, all get on yeah. board with that one. There's jokes in I it. I will burp. I will burp at you. <laughs> I think that all those movies just needed more uh, Comedy? known murder O.J. Simpson in them. Yeah, it's hard to that watch the Naked been... Gun movies now because, because of O.J.? Of O.J., yeah. Yeah, try watching The Cosby Show, man. Oh, yeah, because O.J. was terrible on that, too. <laughs> and uh, for no, no other was, reason. That was Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh. That was Bill Cosby. Is two different dudes. Oh. Imagine picture pages now. It's just uh, oh, oh no! Oh yeah, it's... it's time to get your crayons and your roofies. <laughs> Ooh, zing! I wonder if he put Mortimer Ichabod Marker up there while <laughs> they were unconscious. Yeah. Well, this has ruined everything for me forever. <laughs> but how exciting is it that it turns out to be Lady Scarlet, who's the one flying the jet? Yeah, empowering women in 1983. I feel like after this episode, boys were like, barf. Put show us fewer fewer ladies, and then they're but like, also, "Okay, there's something in my pants that is moving. I do not understand it. <laughs> like, but I want more." There was not a ton of diversity in animation in this time period. So the notion that you've got a, a couple of like black dudes like featured prominently, uh, you, a couple. Well, Who's you've got second? Destro. I mean, Destro's I not mean, a black dude in the movie. He was a white man. Well, that's in, that is incorrect. That was Christopher Eccleston. But you've also got Roadblock, who I think it might appear later in this series. Uh, he might not come to Weather Dominator, but I uh, feel like you're the guy that when people are like, "Oh, this place isn't diverse enough," you're like, "What are you talking about? We've got Steve, we've got the other guy." <laughs> See, wait a minute. There's a there's a janitor, right? There's a janitor. <laughs> that's a black dude. Well, we're going from like. We're going from He-Man, where you've got like all dudes muscular beating on each other, Truth. to the point where if there was going to be a woman inter- interjected, it had to have her own show that nobody was watching. But here's the thing: we've seen Destro's ancestral home, and that it is white people in a white land. Destro, Destro, Destro is hundred percent a person of color. Yes, That's what they said about Darth Vader. Yeah, he was again a person of color. Irish. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what you're not getting about this, Gina. But also, like, but Scarlet being like a top member of the Joe team, uh-huh. uh, you know. And and then, like I say, Stalker being featured so prem- uh, 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 predominantly, yeah, uh, in in the uh, preview, and he's just all over the episode as well. I just, I think that's it, great it because it's, it, it wasn't done. It's, it's not hardly done now, much less but in the, this era. But they did still give us one uptight bitch who you're like, ugh, ladies ruin everything. Am I right? Well, absolutely. Although she does turn out later to be the Baroness. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, like, but like when she came on the scene, I was like, oh, this lady's not cool. That's oh, good. Well, come on. Okay, here's the thing. No, 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 Gina. If we had started this this show with this episode, you had the right to do that. You knew <laughs> the second she showed up yes. that that was the Baroness. And I There's would think no you'd be question. excited after spending all of season two whining that the Baroness didn't take enough yeah. roles. Oh, yeah. I was excited to see her. I actually spent half the episode being like, is this going to turn out to be Zartan? Because that's weird. <laughs> um, no, the uh, the the uh, dumpy old ladies are always uh, Baroness. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I didn't know if early on. I don't early know if Zartan's on, even going to be in this uh, series. I don't, think, I, don't, later. I don't think he shows up. To, he's definitely in Weather Dominator. Like, they're a huge story point of that. Mm. I remember okay. that vividly. 
There's the hockey scene uh, we'll get to. You know what uh, amused me is that uh, you actually posted a or uh, retweeted a picture on the uh, Twitter. It was a poster uh, for the VHS of this next series. Uh, what was it Cobra's Revenge or some Something such like business? That. Revenge of Cobra. Um, Sounds right. But uh, you know, for the VHS tape that had the five episodes on there, it was thirty nine ninety five, and like I can't imagine in nineteen ninety five dollars. Like b- having that much money to buy it, or even today, like what what that would cost. That's a good a, point. That a DVD it's that for the whole like, season. No, for the five episode. Oh arc. yeah, my no under- way. But my understanding though is that was probably sold to video stores who would then rent it out. Well, no, that was a that was a poster to go in a video store. Like if you want to buy it, you can have oh, this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's nuts. And in today's money, that's like a hundred bucks, right? At least, probably. You know, I mean, what are we talking? Nineteen eighty five dollars. Nineteen eighty four dollars, which would be uh, when that came out. So 1985, maybe, if you were like it was in video the next year. Um, but we're jumping ahead a little bit by talking about uh, Juanita, Juanita Hooper, um, because we have this big scene where uh, Destro shows up at the Cobra Temple, and already I'm like on board because Destro makes fun of the fact that all the the, the people oh, yeah, who are carrying the stuff. 9378, by the way, 9378. Oh, uh, Destro makes fun of the fact that uh, he scares away all the people bringing all the stuff up to the Cobra Temple. It's pretty great. And then he makes fun of Cobra Commander for having a Cobra Temple. And this is like right away in the episode. When did Cobra Commander stop talking like a snake? When they realized that it was like super annoying? I mean, the, yeah, the s- yeah. kind of gets to be he, a pain in the ass. He and he only does did it. it in this like three times. Yeah. But I was like, oh, that's one of those things where they thought this would be cool. And then someone's like, oh, God. It's already um, getting on my nerves, and we're only twenty two minutes into this series. But it's he keeps it up like he still does the S thing. He just he doesn't do it for well, every S. Yes. No, like he does it to uh, it, like as a bit. I feel like in in the future sure. to accentuate things. This seems like it's like oh, this is just how this dude talks because he does it for every S sound in this episode. Yes, I think. Well, they're trying to hammer home who these people are. Like this is literally the pilot. So we're you yeah. know we're introduced. Duke, Look, is- his name is it. All we yes. have to go on is that his name is Cobra Commander <laughs> to really hammer home that he is the leader of an organization named after a snake. If you don't have the S, what do you have? Thank you. Nothing. He's not hissing. He's not a snake. He doesn't. I mean, he doesn't have like a big snake on his chest. Well, he does. He doesn't have, uh, you know, <laughs> he's uh, got the Cobra symbol right there. All right. I don't know <laughs> what you're trying to do here. Make me look like an asshole or something. But. It's not like any of the Cobra team wears snakes on their... Oh, wait. They literally all wear snakes. <laughs> uh, all the G.I. Joe should have like a just a guy drinking a cup of coffee. It's like, yeah, this is this is Joe. This is G.I. That's Joe. What that's average what, Joe. That's get it? Joe. He makes well, minimum wage. <laughs> he eats average food. His average height. His penis is around five and a half inches long. Oh, that's average? <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, of course I knew. Th- of course it is. <laughs> Let's talk about the mass device and what it is, because we get introduced to it here. And the mass device is a uh, device that forces people to go to mass on Sundays. That forces oh, you into church. So Joel ex- Osteen is buying it. Exotic substances. <laughs> Could you imagine if it was like a teleportation device that forced you to go to church every oh, Sunday? Oh, oh, that would be the worst. <laughs> that teleportation device is called a Catholic mom. Oh no! Well, it's powered by three rare. Uh, elements. They make it very clear. So this is our. This is how we're going to get through yeah. this entire mini 
series. I assume they're lightsaber crystals. Yes. We have red crystals that are electrified. Mm-hmm. We have blue water that's also electrified. And, and we have horseshoes. Yellow dirt. <laughs> the most delicious mushroom. That's also all. electrified. And red balloons. <laughs> red balloons were you. added later, Ray. Yes, they were. So, so were purple horseshoes. What? That's young right. In. Purple horseshoes were no. added. Yes. I remember. They, I remember. I remember hearts, a horse. Shamrocks. Yellow moons. Yellow blue moons. stars. And purple, and oh, purple oh, horseshoes were added right. at the end. So it was only the four originally. and Because it was like a big deal <laughs> yeah. to me as a kid. Uh, they What's this new thing going to be? They didn't well, have then the they technology. Added ra- they added rainbows and red balloons later. Yeah. And I feel like something else is in there, too, but maybe not. Kids today, it's all marshmallows. Back in my day, there was one marshmallow. Yep. It no was, way. They have fewer marshmallows uh, in them now than they used to. They just have more kinds of marshmallows. I'm on to you, Lucky Charms <laughs> Company. You think that if you give us more variety, we won't notice that you upped the cereal wow, to marshmallow wow. ratio. Gina does not care for diversity. <laughs> Can I tell she you right wants, now? She wants a, a writer's room <laughs> with just one kind of person in it yeah. and, and, more, and, and more of them. She just wants more white people yeah. in, in television. Give me, give me, what, wait, what are the cereal bits? If the marshmallows are white, are one kind of marshmallow, what are the cereal bits? Chairs? Cereal bits are the backs of the employees you're standing on. I feel like they're chairs. Uh, When I was a kid, I wasn't allowed, I was allowed to eat any cereals I wanted. My mom would be like, very clear, except anything that had a marshmallow in it. Really? You could have fruity pebbles, but not a marshmallow? I got fruity pebbles, Fruit Loops is my favorite. Okay, here's the thing. Your mom is not doing her research because sugar-wise, I guarantee you they were around the same. In the mid-80s, no parents did any research. That's how we my ended up parents, people like me. No, my parents did. The only ice cream we were allowed to eat when I was a kid was Briars because it had the fewest ingredients. <laughs> oh, see, that's that's something that was not not well done in the Midwest. I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna play the one up game, my mother made me eat carob. Not chocolate. Good. Carob. Good. No. No. You can't get carob anymore because they recognize that it's a war crime to feed it to children. <laughs> I would think so, you would have been better prepared for Fear Factor with that kind of upbringing. Uh, no? I put that shrimp paste down, son. <laughs> but also, there's a midpoint. My mom would be like, all right, you can have a glass of juice for dinner once you finish my milk. But she was smart because she knew that I was a tiny child. And by the time I finished my milk, my meal would be over and I wouldn't want juice. <laughs> Smart. So yeah. she played uh, head games with you. No, I never. It never even occurred to me that like I was like, well, I'm done, and then I had forgotten all about juice. But like when she told it to me, I was like, yeah, I'm totally gonna get that juice. <laughs> well, moving forward, this is where we get introduced to Juanita Co- uh, Juanita Hooper or Cooper. I couldn't figure Hanging out if it was Hooper. With Juanita. <laughs> Thank you. Juanita Hooper from the office of Hooper. Okay. Juanita Hooper. I wrote Hooper and then like halfway through I was like, are they saying Cooper? Oh, crap. Um, are it's... you thinking of hanging with Mr. Cooper? Yeah, that was why I said That's what Juanita was going Cooper. for. Um, That's why I was saying Mr. hanging with Juanita. Look, Mark Curry was a fine stand-up who deserved every ounce of success that he had. Are we talking about Steph Curry? He also was a fine success. Are we, are we talking, talking about, about Japanese food? Curry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were just having a discussion about Chip Buddy sandwiches earlier today. Which are an abomination. Oh, cream so, chip so, beef? Is that what those no, are? No, no, no. Chip buddy is a sandwich, bread, butter, french fries. That's the sandwich. I'd eat that. Yeah, I would no, eat it, it's but not it's a not sandwich. a sandwich. It's not a sandwich. I'd eat it. No, it's a bunch of sides stacked up on top of each uh, other. I, I don't no know good. if you've ever, like, uh, there are places where they, like, fat sals, 
where they do wraps that are filled with mozzarella sticks, french fries, chicken tenders, and then a little bit of lettuce and tomato. But at least there's chicken in there. There's no protein in a chip, buddy. That's not a sandwich. It's, but it's still How like... How are you going to make that a meal? I mean, anything between two slices of bread is if, a sandwich, right, Chan? No, a loaf of bread is literally just a bread sandwich. If you're, breaking, if you're basing it on lack of protein, then you're saying any veggie sandwich, any grilled cheese sandwich, those all don't have protein. Uh, I, I would, I'm considering like uh, cheese. If you have a significant amount of cheese, to be basically a protein. Mm, cheese has protein. Uh, cheese does have I mean, protein. everything, French fries have protein. Mm. Everything has protein. Yeah, but that's more oh, of a starch, about though. That. Yeah, but like you can't call a cheese a protein. Well, I think we can all agree a Choco Taco is definitely a sandwich. <laughs> Here's the thing. Right? I, don't, I don't like cheese sandwiches, uh, but we live in a world where uh, that's sort of a thing. What about so. Nutella and jelly sandwich? Or peanut butter and jelly for the people I mean, who aren't weird. Yeah, peanut butter and jelly makes sense. Nutella and jelly is what is wrong with you. Oh, Nutella that's and jelly just, is that's, delicious. That's, what, that's, no, I like Nutella, all right, but not like that. That's not diabetes like that. Peanut butter oh. and if or peanut butter and Nutella. Okay, that's all right then. I'm but fine. I'm just saying there are plenty of sandwiches that don't have proteins. Veggie peanut sandwiches butter is don't very have much protein. a protein. Uh, there's a lot I'm of not, no, but not Nutella. I don't find a veggie sandwich is not protein. I don't find no. a veggie sandwich without say hummus. Or oh. tofu to be satisfying. Oh, um, so while disagree. it may it may fill a dictionary definition, maybe uh, I don't I don't care for them. Guys, this is a conversation that literally <laughs> could have five uh, of its own podcasts about it. So I'm going to just go ahead and move forward at this point. Psycho Annie, what do you think? <laughs> Guys at home, let Chan know what's a sandwich. Um, I this is literally one of the longest threads ever on my Facebook. Page. I know that's I don't want to go there, it and uh, it's magnificent. You have a thread going about what is sandwich? Oh, it's like have you not? It's seen like a hundred it? deep. No. It's ridiculous. Oh, I'm too busy. It now. is beautiful. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. He'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe. Here goes these covers and the weapon. Hiss. Destro's a genius. Hiss is unbeatable. Surprise attack. Call in the Wolverine. Go get him, cover girl. G.I. Joe. So long, Wolverine. Very clutch. Wolverine's in trouble. Destro, look. This is ready. G.I. Joe, Wolverine, and Cobra's Hiss, each with figure, other figures, and equipment sold separately from Hasbro. Now, back to G.I. Joe. Anyway, moving forward, <laughs> G. Uh, the, the, uh, General Flag has a plan that he wants G.I. Joe to invade the base. Okay, I, I need help with this plan. A lot. Oh, I need a lot of help sense. with this plan. White hat. Uh, white hat hackers. I know. I get that because they get in there and then they could do damage and they choose not to. Mm-hmm. He has three people, uh, in this case, Snake Eyes, Scarlet, and Stalker. Mm-hmm. Use three different methods to infiltrate the place, mm-hmm. prove that they could get in and rip stuff up. And he goes, cool. Our defenses are great. No, he, he, he makes a very clear point. He's like, okay, you guys got in, first of all, with a lot of fucking difficulty. Right. And then second of all. Only three of you got in. You would need like 80 people to get in. And any of their methods was not possible to like get like you can't you can't do what each one of them did with 12 other people. You can't. But why was he asking them to do that in the first place if it really wouldn't have mattered if they succeeded or not? Because maybe he was like, oh, what if they get in just by like unlocking the back door and opening it for all their buddies? Like he was he was over. He was trying to say, like, are there any glaring things that would allow 20 people to get in here. Like, guys, maybe they blasted a hole in the side guys, of the wall. You guys. 
I just burped fish guts into my nose, and it was the worst thing. <laughs> yeah, you were making a face over there. I didn't want to say worst. anything. You should stuff some ginger beer up your nose. And I as an drank antidote. this entire ginger beer, and you know what it did? Made me burp more. That's good. That's what it made ginger me burp beer more. Is supposed to how do. you get no, it It's burping. It's burping the fish remains. That's how you get it out. You don't the, want to sit in there the and then go to sleep tonight and have no. some feel the healing. I wanted to go all the way through. Feel the healing dribbling out your butt all the way through. It keeps coming up, and I want it to go down. That's not That's how fun. things work. That is what. That is exactly your body's how trying to reject work. it in burp form. <laughs> anyway, guys. So they're protecting this satellite, and that's the big thing that we're allowed to see. And uh, Baroness or uh, Juanita Hooper, like, she puts a little homing device on the satellite, which is like, is this like just a big surveillance satellite? Is that what I'm getting out of it? No, it is. I was a little unclear. Energy transference satellite. What's that do? Matter transferer. No, uh, no, that's no, what no. the mass device does. That's what yeah, the mass device what we're does. Talking about? No, we're it's, talking about okay. what the satellite they're trying to protect does. Here's the thing. Oh. If Cobra had a big old laser. And they were trying to shoot the other side, shoot someone in China or whatever. You can't just like shoot the laser straight ahead. So this, you shoot it up to the satellite. The satellite redirects energy. Boom, pops it right back down. Okay. They have a mass device which allows them to teleport things, turn something into pure energy, and right. and teleport it somewhere. So they need this relay satellite to have to basically be able to so cover. Why the do we world. want that relay satellite? I guess for something reasons. They said that there's there's a bunch of stuff you can do. Like for example, lasers. And, and stalk down Russian missiles. Yeah, I was going to say, again. the U.S. military wants anything. This is how 99% of like superhero movies or, or anything like this, it's like, ooh, we can weaponize your blood? <laughs> we want that. Yeah. Why? Once it's in orbit, there'll be no safe hiding place. There'll be no safe hiding place. That's why I thought it was orbit. a surveillance or something like that. You know? No. Okay. Th- he means... He means blowing up fools from a distance. Yes. Okay. So when all the Cobras uh, come in, does anyone else notice that their laser, that their gun bullets are now all are caps. gray? All caps. Instead of blue? No. All caps, <laughs> I wrote. Really? I did notice. You hear the pew pews, but you also hear machine gun noises. Oh. They are shooting bullets in addition to the lasers. Well, I wow. was because I was uh, I was looking for usually the gunfights are the Joes have red laser beams from the, come, shooting Correct. from their gun. Uh-huh. Uh, Cobra has the blue Cobras lasers. Have, have blue, but this time the Cobra ones were gray. See, I watched this episode twice before we recorded, and I didn't notice that even a little bit. I think maybe someone was like, "Oh, it looks like they're just shooting jizz out of their guns at everyone." Look, can we make that a different color? Let's go with white. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Wait. Gina probably watches Platoon and is like, oh, are the VC shooting jizz at the uh, American soldiers? I just assume I everyone's always on. shooting jizz. I don't know what the bullet is. <laughs> so the mass it. device is ready. And so they did the Cobra's big thing. They tell they they can't teleport the satellite in. That was their original plan. Yep. It was too big. And it was too big. It was overheating. Right. Yeah. And so they say, you know what? We're just going to teleport well, our guys into the satellite. Which is exactly what uh, General Flag was worried about. Yes. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. the one to show like, hey, this, this thing's coming together. That's why I liked it. Yeah. Uh, and so Cobra comes in. They start wailing on everybody. Uh, you know, it's a really kind of cool thing that happens because the Hiss tanks suck. They're getting blown up by like pistol shots mm-hmm. and stuff. Like they're giant. Tank. So the Cobra, like remember, we have many jokes as the thing goes on about Cobra weaponry being garbage. Mm-hmm. We see lots of evidence of it here as they have way more resources than the Joes and the military around them. And they get their asses handed to them and have to hide behind the satellite which the Joes keep shooting at, I'd like to point out as well. Here's the thing. Here's what I love about Cobra, which I just realized. 
when I play Civilization, mm-hmm. I always go for the science victory. Uh, mm-hmm. It's my favorite kind of victory. I want to get to Alpha Centauri, baby. Mm-hmm. And you know what? What I skimp on, because uh, I do try and keep the, the population happy. You skip you know, on mass devices? I skimp on military. Yes. Oh, yeah. And Cobra is just that. They're like, let's come up with crazy new devices. Because the thing is, um, it turns out that the, the military wasn't really necessary. It just kind of... Uh, sort of held things off until they got the mass device working. Cool. Pew. We disappear the whole uh, satellite. It's that science uh, victory at work. Yeah. Oh, it was mm-hmm. great. I guess. So you're saying that we should spend more money on science yes. and less money on uh, military? Military. Yes. Because we could use the science to make a more killy military and thusly make it more efficient. Um, if I was president, I would be like, ah, we don't, let's just get rid of the military. If someone's going to invade us, they're going to invade us, I guess, at this point. Vote Gina Ippolito yeah, 2020. Yeah, <laughs> but then we would have such amazing science and food. And arts. Here's, I, I, I don't want, um, I, don't, I don't want a hundred, like, M1, A1, Sherman tanks. I want one mega awesome laser tank that's going to mm-hmm. take out a hundred Russian tanks. I'm with you though. I don't need a military when I have Voltron. Yeah, yeah I, I'm going to spend my time making a Doctor Manhattan so that mm-hmm. weapons become obsolete. You just want to look at that big blue ding dong. Yeah. Who doesn't? Am I right? I'm going to outlaw clothes as my first order of business as president. <laughs> the nude bomb. <laughs> so I can't believe Cobra didn't come up with a nude bomb. To be fair, right? I, bet, I bet that was a rejected idea. <laughs> yeah, they're for season like, two. No, Don Adams just threatened to sue us. <laughs> we got to lay off. Um. So yeah. So uh, they uh, Cobra gets the device online. And they just poofed him out. Now, how come they had to send the guys? Couldn't they have just like gotten it better and shut then, up, shut up, and then shut poofed up, it out on. anyway? I hey, think, moving on. I uh, think it was, uh, a, it was a distraction. And plus they were like, well, if we can kill some of them, good. I just think we want to see how cool this device is. And we just want another battle scene. But also, how, yeah, maybe, how, I'm, maybe I'm wrong. What a dummy, dumb, dumb Duke is. Yeah, he grabs Baroness as they're being teleported away. Which, by the way, there's like 80 dudes around her. What was he going to do? Like, he was like, no, wait, Baroness and 80 other guys. Well, no, I mean, the <laughs> well, thing he, is. He might not have known they were going to teleport away, per se. A, there's that. Uh, he yeah, even if he business. didn't think that, what was he going to do? Well, I mean, the thing is, is that he gets captured, yes. But eventually they are going to come in and save him. He's going to figure out a way to signal the Joes where the secret Koba temple is. This so. was not it's his every plan. Miniseries. This every was not miniseries. his plan. Though. Gina, how many times has a, has a Joe been captured in this show uh, that eventually figures a way out to signal? The yeah, Joes if where it he was is? like if it was if he had said at the beginning of the episode, like, "Hey, listen, anytime you have an opportunity to get captured, take it." But there, here's the deal: they're establishing but this Duke's character accident. right now. He's the all-American quarterback of the team. He's sassy. He's dating Scarlet. He's a superhero. I mean, they've basically shown us every which way. And so when the guys are running away, he's the guy jumping on the helicopter and flying away yeah, on the thing. That, and that's all that, this is. That would be cool but this was literally just him reaching out his arm like if he had done like a flying kick towards the group of guys okay and then got sucked up i would have been like cool but he was literally just like tap tap on her shoulder like hey where are you uh, going no what he did uh he did something way more rapey than that he got his <laughs> arms right around there because who wouldn't want to yeah i, I don't <laughs> blame him either he just, he's overcome by the moment so yeah i mean it's entirely possible that he wasn't thinking like i will Track down uh, the Cobras to the best. It's like, <laughs> i got to grab me some titties. Well, this might be the last time to grab a handful of titties. <laughs> it's like, okay, when I was in high school, I opened up a drawer in my kitchen, and one of the Joe's giant phone books fell out of it. 
So I instinctively reached out to grab the phone book, putting it on the counter and had the point of the fo- a giant phone book bang me right in the center of my hand and injure me. Uh-huh. That's all Duke did right there. It's a reflex action. You're not thinking about it in the moment. Yeah, he but your argument, grabs your, ar- your argument was like, uh, oh, he's a great soldier. He's an American. But now you're just saying he's just as stupid as 10 year old Ray. He's impetuous as well. <laughs> and he might also be as stupid as 10 year old. Well, he gets over to the Cobra base and he starts cleaning house on everybody i mean you want to talk about again a good like set of action like he's grabbing people like like animated pretty well all things considered until the dreaded karate chop first experience in gi joe with the karate chop he's being grabbed by like five or six cobras Mm -hmm. guy comes from behind established boom you're out Mm -hmm. uh we also have the satellite launch cobra launches it into space now because Mm -hmm. that's a thing they can do like immediately apparently uh from indoors yeah from indoors don't worry about that yeah and then Cobra Commander says, I want Duke alive. And I'm like, well, why? Uh, slave pens. <laughs> I mean, you have slaves. Yeah. No. You, have you giant watch them Conan fight. dudes. This is what I would do if I captured my enemies. I right? would absolutely make them fight. You want them to entertain. You want them to, A, entertain you, but B, like, see their own demise coming. Okay. You like, want to demoralize you, them? Yeah. Like, you don't just want to be like, oh, look, that Joe came along. Boom. You want to be like, hey, first I'm going to make you fight for me, then I'm going to turn you into a slave, then I'm going to kill you. So this is the thing ISIS is missing, is their flair for the dramatic. Well, no, they no, they are doing that, because otherwise yeah. they would just go in and like murder people. But exactly. no, they're like, all right, uh, get over there. Make we get the lighting video. right. Uh-huh. Okay, let's set up, uh, but, make the sound 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 speed. I'm just saying, if ISIS uh, started televising fighting pits with their prisoners, fighting legit monsters, I think that, you know, they'd get more sympathy in the West. Am I wrong? Oh, man. I would be a ISIS turncoat in a hot <laughs> thing. Ooh, yeah. I mean, I mean, look, bum fights is a thing. Why would that not be a thing that people uh, get behind? Yeah, people are they, terrible and on the internet 24-7, they would watch. Mm-hmm. If they found a way to clone, like, a giant Native American like Cobra Commander clearly did. Um, Is he Native American? Dude, that guy was a Native American. Oh, no way. The guy at the end? Yeah. Yeah. No. I saw him as Conan. I was thinking like some sort of uh, uh, Grecian uh, Grecian or, or barbarian. Yeah, Greek, well, Greek or barbarian? But they also yeah. had him dressed like He-Man, too, and I don't think yeah. that was an accident. Like I really Conan don't. the Barbarian. I felt he was Conan, yeah. yes. I, I felt like he was a giant Conan dressed like He-Man, he and that was ponytail. kind of a little aside. And uh, I'll read into in this. In the 80s, every strong dude had a ponytail. They weren't all Native Americans. Yeah, what, nobody not, shaved their head in the 80s, Chan. No, not long black hair like that. That is it's beautiful. 80s. First uh, off, I'm jealous. 80s for Native American. No, have, haven't you ever seen... Uh, I'm trying to think of Apache like one Chief. where they weren't ones where they weren't. Did, I feel like Beastmaster had brown hair, right? No, black hair. This dude had black hair. Mm, cartoon black though. Like Baroness has cartoon black hair. She's not Native American. What? No. Guys, spoiler alert, she, Baroness is Native American. She has very light skin. This dude oh, had tan skin. Well, we're getting ahead hair. of ourselves here. Like, <laughs> let's talk about Vandermeer. Vandermeer, the physicist, the guy living on a farm in Maine, apparently. I feel like you could watch this episode and know everything about the series, which is like, yeah. okay, cool. So there's going to be a kidnapped scientist. Yep. There's going to be some sort of huge machine that was created by a good scientist, but then corrupted for evil. And then at some point, Duke is going to be knocked out. <laughs> He's going to be knocked like, out. That and is like the formula. I feel like like when they sat the writers down to be like, write these 
vary these elements up slightly for every single episode. It's a lot like Mexican food. Uh, as the bit goes, it's just meat, cheese, and a tortilla, as Jim Gaffigan says. And it's all just variations on that theme. I guess that's true. That's what we do with the G.I. Joe episode. I guess um, that's true. So, yeah, but we have the thing. So, uh, we find a Vanderbilt. The Eiffel Tower gets taken away because why not? I don't see him as Native. He looks like He-Man. That is a Native American right there. He looks there. like a giant that He-Man. Look at the color of that skin. I, I, guarantee, that I guarantee you that is not a Native American. That's Native American. No. I'll, I'll do some that research is, and I'll come back for the Know Your Joe. That's a nine foot one. tall Native American. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. False. Uh, do we have any thoughts on the Eiffel Tower just disappearing? Or it's just like, it's the thing that, 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 that supervillains do. I'm fine with it. They take the yeah. Eiffel Tower and like yeah. everything ever. That's normal. I'm fine with it's it. It's normal. It's like sta- well, stage one of any megalomaniac plan. Take the Eiffel Tower because I can. Oh, man. The first thing I, d- I would do if that happened would be I would take a take a photo next to the non-existent Eiffel Tower, like where it used to be. Like I'd be like, look, it's me at the Eiffel Tower. I would just be like pointing at the empty space. And then once it came back, I would Photoshop it in and be like, guys, there was no Eiffel Tower before. I Photoshopped it and then I would put them side by side. This is your best plan ever, Gina. Can I put that out there? <laughs> but how is that different from if you went to the to uh, France right now, took a picture with the Eiffel Tower, and, and then, then photoshopped, photoshopped it out? Yes. Totally different. Totally different. Totally different. Oh. <laughs> uh, why? Because people would know. People would be like, oh, shit, she got that photo right at that window. At that like one day window when those terrorists like right stole it. Spot. Oh crap, Gina, you uh, were in France that day. Uh, my yeah, favorite part about, about corporate that. technology is the yeah. magic noise. <laughs> it sounds like sonar, underwater sonar. Like what cartoons thought underwater sonar sounds like. Uh, it just reminds that, me no, of the, that was the yeah. noise when someone like smacks a magic wand on a thing and turns something into a duck or whatever. I wanted it to be the machine that goes ping for Monty Python's Meaning oh, of Life. Yeah. I'm good with that. Um, so Duke, we cut back to Duke in, these, in the slave pens. This is how you know Cobra's bad. They got slaves. Wait, can mm-hmm. I just say that they when they cut to the scientist and he's like tied up, A, they didn't gag him. So like what? They didn't so I was like, why didn't oh, they gag him? We'll get to that plan in a second. Oh, I thought, why are we already talking about the scientist? He's we'll be, only in that one scene. He's only introduced, and then the next scene Got after it. Duke and the Slaves is where we're gonna get into okay. Vandermeer. Okay. Um because Duke has a, a quote here that just seems strange to me. Uh Chan, if you might be able to pull that up for me. They seem normal. No, Duke, they don't seem normal. They are shambling around a pen wearing no <laughs> shoes and have metallic metal uh, uh, devices on their heads that are keep keeping them all uh, prozac He just means like they're not pig people or something. They're not. Do you really think that's what he's going for there? I th- yeah. I believe that in a way, Duke is so boring. He's used to everybody in his life just shambling <laughs> around. <laughs> they seem normal to me. This is how people are, right? <laughs> Look, a whole bunch of white people. I think is what he's saying. <laughs> oh, yeah, There's yeah, yeah. no... Guys, let me show you my vacation <laughs> film. <laughs> but one of them isn't wife, white. The chick isn't white. She's, She's like Latina or something. She's a, like an island girl. That's what I got out of it. Just yeah. like, oh, just like, uh, oh, I know what that other dude is now. He's Hawaiian. I'll like, take like Hawaiian. In, like in Moana. Granted, that's also basically <laughs> he's Native like, American. He's like, he's like the rock from Moana. Yes, correct. Right. I mean, I can't... I don't know. I can't, can't argue at that point. Yep. If no. the rock played He-Man in it was in Moana... It would be that dude. <laughs> oh, man. Will The Rock play He-Man someday? I hope so. I He-Man's mean, blonde. Eventually. I'm not changing on this point. <laughs> okay, give him uh, blonde hair like Demolition Man or Dennis Rodman. Oh, yeah. Now that, he's that in. That Dennis Rodman Demolition Man hair was cool. Was legit. <laughs> um, Chan? What? Vandermeer. What? He's a great scientist. Uh-huh. 
They capture him. Apparently, they shake him down for information and then tie him up 30 feet away in a woods. Uh, With no, no gag. They don't shake him down for information. They, Gina? They picked my brain. Oh, they picked his God. brain. Gina loves having oh, her brain picked. Oh, hey, oh. please feel free to PM Gina and ask her <laughs> to pick her brain about anything. Uh, uh, what he means is, like, he's so he's so bedraggled and disgusted because he got a bunch of Facebook messages from people being like, hey, I kind of want to be a scientist. Can I take you to coffee and pick your brain? And then he's like, oh, oh, all these cobras, they kept buying me coffees and picked my brain and I was too nice to turn them down. And now I have no time for my own projects, my own scientist projects. And now they have a mass device and I'm tied up in the woods. Also, it turns out they didn't really just want to ask me questions. They really wanted me to do stuff for them. Yeah. yeah. Who knew? What? It, That's how it works? Fun fact. If you become uh, in any way uh, um, successful in Hollywood, <laughs> people will uh, pretend like that they've been your friends for a real long time. <laughs> and um, they, they'll they'll say like, hey, basically, they'll the long way around. They'll say, uh-huh. can you get me a job? Yeah. Thank they'll, God. And they call it. Pick, can I pick your brain? They'll uh-huh. take you to coffee. Uh-huh. Thank God. I'll never have to worry about that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm not going to reach that level of success, which is not a real high level of success, mind you. No, you don't have to get that uh, far. No, no. But, I, I uh, feel like if we keep doing this podcast, eventually it'll start happening. Yeah. Mm, I don't think so. That does, that's not even success. No, because they're like, hey, I want to pick his bread. No, wait a minute. I could just buy a microphone. That's all of the information I'll well, get would, out of him. Literally, that's all, that's all we can give to them. Uh, yeah. Like, you buy a microphone and record yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so was it weird that Vandermeer was blood? Aren't we just so used to him being Zartan or literally anyone uh, here's, else? Here's what I thought was weird, and I've brought this up in other episodes. They went through the the all the trouble of recreating this man's face mm-hmm. for a disguise, and he wears it for five seconds. Yes. Like, it, like if I'm going to buy a Halloween costume, I'm not going to wear it to the Halloween party and then be like, oh, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get a beer and then come back and be in my street clothes. Right. Like, that's uh, no. not... I'm going to show that crap off. Cobra's doing a lot of weird things. <laughs> Damn it. Damn wow, it. what's happening Damn there? It. He's having trouble, kids. He's giving birth uh, to uh, why, squid, squid nose babies. Why did I listen to you? You said drink ginger beer and it would be better. It would it's make your tummy better and so it'll make you burp. It's so much worse. No, it's better. Uh, uh, well, I'll just say right here. So Cobra's plan was to apparently show up to Vandermeer. They, like, how long were they there before G.I. Joe showed up? Enough time to have built the mass device and then had the mass device have reaction to the mass device. So if I'm to believe it correctly, they re- either were there the whole time or they re-showed up again to tie him up. They impersonate Vandermeer purely to have a moment of gotcha, bitch. I mean, I think it takes like eight hours to make such an accurate mask of his face. Were you not thinking that they were going to have major blood go off with GI yeah, Joe? Yeah, that's what was I was. Was that thinking. not the obvious plan that's right why there? I'm saying, why did he wear it for five seconds and take it off? I feel like whoever made whoever that mask maker is is like, ah, uh, come on, come on, you got like, I put so much detail into that. You're just gonna, Do you uh, know, all right. You think those things breathe? Do you know how hot and uncomfortable those things are? He was probably like, "Oh, this is gonna be fantastic. I'm gonna get in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna embed myself deep. I'm gonna be under there for months. And then at the right moment, I'm gonna strike and I'm gonna just take down GI Joe." He puts a mask, and I was like, "Fuck this!" He, he like had an itch. I'm out. He had an itch, and he was like, "This was the plan the whole time." <laughs> he was like digging under, like the hell is he doing like oh whoops, i mean nope. <laughs> literally they could have put him in like a hoodie and turned him around yes. and and the joes would have been like oh is that the scientist let's get closer and see nope it's not nope there's uh, only one man who's allowed to have a hoodie that man is zartan can i say right now we finally found somebody who's worse at this gig than zartan <laughs> 
This to, is why Zartan had to be a thing. It's because blood kept fucking it up over and to over To be again. fair, blood, that's not blood's job. The blood is a friggin' cockney mercenary. Right, also, enough. talk about limited vision. The dude already has an eye patch, and then you're going to put a, a, a fucking mask over right. that? You would not be able to see no. at all. He definitely forgot to take off the eye patch. <laughs> yes. He put the thing on. I was like, oh, this is going to be weird. They're going to look at my right eye and realize, like, hey, man. It's yeah, I got no eyeball. That explains <laughs> it. That explains why he gives up the game so quick. Also, why wouldn't they just capture Vandermeer or, I don't know, murder him? They're because, bad guys. No, I feel like they keep scientists around in case something goes wrong so mm. they can be like, build us another Death Star. Because you had months. You could have them at the Cobra base. Science so victory. Science victory. Okay. Mm. They're doing it the wrong way, though. Like, if I captured a scientist, I would I would woo him. I would, I would propagandize him yeah. until he was like, I would totally Stockholm Syndrome him. Find out what he wants and give it to him. Yeah. Like, just be like, hey, man, I could fund your research. So what if it's not being used for exactly what you thought it was going to be? be like don't you think that's how everyone will do it the u.s military will twist that shit at least when i'm doing it i'm honest about it and then you'll be like i like this person they do do that eventually i think you get as you get later on in the series they're uh well you have the guy more scientist creature who wants his girlfriend bailed out and wheelchair guy wheelchair guy like they were honest with wheelchair guy Mm -hmm. um okay so we have a fight scene that takes place that's notable only for two things one, Gung-Ho's giant uh, rapey hug that he does of three Cobra soldiers, where he runs up like a giant bear, hugs them, and then they just die, apparently. It's amazing. The second thing better be piggies. Uh, it's Chekhov's pig pen. Because yes. as soon as the pig pen appears in the corner of the screen, I go, it's like a wrestling match that involves a pig pen with Hillbilly Jim or something to that effect. Somebody's going in the pig pen. Did was, we watch this episode for something earlier no. on in the season? No. Because I swear that I saw this fairly recently, um, and I don't know why I would have been. Didn't like, you guys watch a test episode without me? That was the, that was the that was time the Golden Fleece episode. episode where they go back to ancient Greece with oh, Sergeant Slaughter. Okay, okay. No, this was. I mean, you probably have seen this back in the day, and you're just having a remembrance of no, it. No, I feel like it was much more recent than that. Really. Uh, Ray sneaks into your bedroom at night and turns on G.I. Joe. You know, don't tell him. And then before you wake up in the morning, he turns it off because he wants you to be more devoted to the podcast. That makes sense. It it holds up under (laughs) scrutiny. That checks out. Uh, Yeah, Chekhov's pig pen. Major Blood takes a tumble and rolls around with the pigs in a moment of hilarity and joy. Also, there's a weird noise when they're in the pig pen. I don't remember what it was, but I wrote it down. Some sort of weird Weird noise. Now I want to hear it. It might be like a squish or a splat. What is that? Yeah. What is that magical noise? Uh, I believe that's it's just background a, music. It's a background yeah, score music? thing. Background well, let's music. Let's hear it again. Let's hear it again. Like... That thing. The the no, first one no. that sounds like yeah, it's, it's a musical when sting. Orko is like... That's like what Jason, well, you don't see this. Jason Voorhees actually shows up (laughs) on Friday the 13th in the woods, looks at what's happening, goes, I'm out. No, it made it sound like something was magically appearing that was going to, like, take them away. Yeah, Uh, the pig pen wasn't there ever. (laughs) Uh, No, that is is a... a, I don't know which a, a score theme or something like yeah. that. Like it's yeah. a cobra. It's a, it's a musical sting. I mean, it's, I yeah, it's like a cobra it. thing when the cobra's around. Also, what accent does this doctor have? Every scientist has. It's, it's literally like I was like, oh, he's oh no. They stole the secrets of mass. You were working on the mass device. 
Yes, and the only force powerful enough to it, counter it is another master. Started out as one it. thing wow. and then went to British and then yeah. went to Irish. Guys, yeah. I got it. South That's... African. It's always fucked up At British. First, it's like can't it, quite it, place. I think it starts out German, then it goes British, then it goes Irish. I, th- I, I think the most Ra- of ice. I think Ray may be onto something. Uh, South African comes out w- weird to American ears because it's Dutch, which is real similar to like a few different. Um, I think they accents. were trying to make him British. Uh, I think they were trying to make him the only force powerful enough to counter it is another mass device. Yeah, mass device, powerful. Yeah, but then mass mass device the second time was Irish. Uh, I'm gonna go. But then also, what kind of accent does this chick have? Okay, yes, because her this one line of dialogue was to me like the showstopper of the episode. The slave girl's comment about Duke Uh is so out of place and strange and just expositional and crazy and can we just hear it really quick i must find a way to help him i must find a way to help him creepy you know, it sounded to me like you know on a family guy on mr superman yeah here. yeah That's like i was I like i guess she's it. she's mm. latina but she also sounds like a nope that is a uh china doll brought to life <laughs> Uh, I must find a way to help him. I must find I a must way end to his help life. him. I must end his suffering with I a butcher knife. I must have a human soul to become alive. It's just like it's just—it's so jarring and out of place, <laughs> and everything else that's happening. Just have this tiny, tiny voice out there. I must help him. Also, I would like to point out that they have clearly done this before, and there have been probably dozens of men killed in this pit. Yes, but that she sees an attractive white man. And she's like, Changes I must save this one. To be fair, he's I a mean, handsome. I mean, that Duke, um, broad shoulders. Oh, Duke's a hero. Um, Come on. I hope this a- causes problems with him and Scarlet later. Like, I hope, I hope this chick saves him, and then he has conflicting feelings for her. And then Scarlet's like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "No, she saved me from the pit, and it causes this whole thing." Jane, I don't think you have to worry about that too much. Damn it! <laughs> so. Do you remember her from any episode we've yeah. seen? No, I'm just saying, like in this five part miniseries, oh, I want okay. an arc. I want an arc. And then he's like, oh, my God, I think I might love her instead of Scarlet. And then she's accidentally crushed by a boulder. And so he's like, I'll never tell Scarlet about this, but my heart will always belong to that come-to-life China doll. Oh, Gina, that's so beautiful. And yet one quick concussion is going to clear all that. (laughs) One coma and we're done. Uh, So we get to the arena of sports. And because, again, it dates itself with technology. Can we not call it a sports arena? The Cobra Sports Arena would be pretty great. It seems like something that I don't know why why the Raiders aren't playing at the Cobra Sports Arena right now. Why don't they actually, for real, the Raiders are moving to Las Vegas in a couple years. Mm -hmm. If they don't call it the Cobra Arena of Sport, (laughs) they are missing an opportunity. (laughs) Why is the Hawaiian Goro guy a giant? He, because that's a thing that happens in the G.I. Joe world. is he just supposed to be a big person, or is yes. he a magical creature? Uh, <laughs> He's a magical creature I'm to me, Gina. the second one. How, because, like, there's no other, everything in uh, everything else in this is explained by science, so there's no real magic. So that when I saw him, I was like, oh, this is weird. Okay. It's like if all of a sudden, in the middle of, like, what's like a serious movie? In the middle of, like, oh, man, the it's first serious, serious movie. movie. Oh, please. <laughs> all right, all right. Please so it's like, if all, yep, it's like if all of a sudden, in the middle of Schindler's Ooh, List, okay. Goro comes out of one of the, <laughs> one of the fucking showers. <laughs> I would have <laughs> loved that so much. And Ray finds his own, like, finish him. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> then he picks up Liam Neeson and is like, boom, 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 pounds on him with his two hands. Guys, why didn't that be the real ending of Schindler's? list i'm just saying everything's normal up until this point and then no is it 
Is it normal up until this point, Gina? You're saying it's explainable. And yet the giant... Look, you know in Africa there are pygmy tribes <laughs> of shorter people due to environment. Why can there not be reverse pygmy tribes of nine-foot-tall dudes also, that Cobra can find around the world? I am of the opinion that Destro <laughs> used some sort of um, uh, thing... Put them in some sort of barrier. Well, yeah. Then I want that compl- explained. I want them uh. to be like, okay, this isn't like Goro and Schindler's List. This is a whole different thing. <laughs> like we took a we took a, a somewhat taller than average guy and Captain and Captain America'd him or something. I mean, here's the deal. I just hope that there's like a secret reveal at the end of this miniseries where he escapes and joins the NBA <laughs> because this guy could be the most d- dominant center ever. I just in the history. I just literally go, what? How is that guy a giant? Well, yeah, so so Destro controlling Duke with a with a, a, a an Atari eight hundred joystick doesn't bother you at all. No, but nine foot tall guy is where you have the problem because science again, science. Science, okay. We have so how about and he comes in. So we have the this is the end of the episode. We have the big fight scene about to happen. I assume that's how we're going to start episode two with a uh, uh, Conan smashing two totally unnecessary pillars that have no purpose in the arena at all. <laughs> They're there to, for be him to be smashed. Yep. And I, and I love Cobra for that level of panache. That's how you know you're in real Cobra territory. Uh, since this is the first episode, I feel like we should go back to uh, the Bechdel test. What are you doing? Just watching Goro brutalities on YouTube, you guys. Yeah. Have, you, have you been able to work in uh, putting Liam Neeson in yeah, there yet? Yeah, just put a little Nazi armband on whoever he's killing, and then there you go. Wait, I thought Liam Neeson was a good guy. Uh, Sorry, in Gina's version, yeah, we that's don't, what no, happens. No, we don't want him to kill Liam Neeson. We want him to kill Ray Fiennes. I see, mm. I see. As Voldemort. I, yeah, I yeah. With a Nazi symbol. <laughs> I simply assume this is one of Gina's darkest timeline episodes <laughs> where she's like, yeah, and at the end of Schindler's List, they murder Oscar Schindler. I mean, here's the thing. It makes sense. In the end of Terminator, every everyone who's associated with this Terminator is like, all right, I was the good guy, but I have also done bad stuff, so I've got to lower myself into the molten lava. I feel like Liam Neeson probably says the same thing at some point. Like and He's it, like, I was good for a while. Before that, I was like morally shady. <laughs> so I'm going to lower myself to the molten lava pit. Well, who could forget the time when Hitler got Goro technology? <laughs> uh, really? But wait, so uh, we need to go back to the Bechdel test. Yes. Since this is the first yes. episode and it sets the scene. Uh, Bechdel test fail. Yeah, there's no two in the same scene together. No, no. Uh, which is disappointing. Uh, yeah, that's the end of the episode. We get a next step on G.I. Joe part on the part that I saw. And it basically shows you the entire next episode yeah. condensed into about 30 seconds. Yeah. And then Duke escapes. And then he gets in a tank. And then a slave girl helps him. And then Cobra Commander might get him, but he doesn't because he escapes again. Ugh. And I'm just like, oh, okay. No one's going to listen to the podcast episode, Ray, now that they know what happened. So- sorry, guys. <laughs> um, but guys, that'll do it. We got a little bit of contact information here. Uh, you can always hit us up at uh, Facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast we have a patreon patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast just put an episode of free willy the cartoon show up on the uh, super secret <laughs> vault uh there'll be mortal Kombat added to that as well but that's on the main feed right now and we're about to do batman the animated series beware Woo! the gray ghost uh which is also wonderful and going up on the patreon it'll be there probably by the time you hear this episode so uh until then you can hit us up on twitter we're uh, at gi joe podcast individually however i am at almighty ray i'm at 999 rpms i'm at Gina Ippy. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it for us this week. Tune back next week. We're going to come back to Know Your Joe on Wednesday, talking about maybe an important member of the G.I. Joe team, as well as episode two. So look out for that, guys. Until then, keep your Conans huge. 
It's a Native American, dude. No, it's a it's a half Goro, half Hawaiian. Keep your Native American half Goro, half Hawaiians huge. What happened to Liam Neeson? He he got fatality. <laughs> Flawless victory. find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always am I the winner. Yeah, <laughs> not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com.